Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dumb Podcast? Hey guys, Uncanny Ryan here. Stay to the end of the podcast for an additional song from Thundering Asteroids called Nuked This Site From Orbit. Hello everyone, welcome to the Nerd Dome Podcast, episode two. Three? three four. Four. Twelve? Numbers. Three. <laughs> it's three. Uh, I am Luke, podcaster without fear, except the Trump presidency. It's kind of scary. Um... The scariest thing yeah, of all. Yeah, the scariest thing of all, the Trump presidency. Um, I'm here with the uncanny Ryan Green. Hello. And our super duper special guest, the Thundering Asteroids. Hi. <laughs> in unison. That was wow. great. <laughs> it's in, in harmony. It's three parts. We've been working on that for three years. Yeah, <laughs> they're waiting. Finally, like, come to fruition. <laughs> it's, a, it's like they're they're great with the timing there. <laughs> but we've been playing together for a long time, so we just kind of read our timing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, you can go around and introduce yourselves individually if you want, and then. So I'm Min. I'm the lead singer. I'm the second singer. Terrible intro. Yeah, that is terrible. <laughs> Try that again. Um, I'm Min, I'm awesome. Oh, there you go. There you yes. go. Okay. And sometimes they let me play cow- cowbell, but not often. Every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, a vibrator sub, whatever the hell that thing is. My drummer wants me to, I, I think it's a sex act, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> that transition. Yes, um, you can follow that. Yeah. Uh, I'm Scott, uh, bassist. Really? That's it. Really? You complained about mine? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, this is because he's the bassist. And, and constant hey, hey, hey. As, as a former bassist, I, I, I appreciate the subtlety of bassist. <laughs> <laughs> this is our Highlander. He's last remaining original band member. Nice. So, I am Skolnick. As I said, I'm going to go by Skolnick. Uh, for tonight and um, I've uh, for several months now like I don't know I have six something like that seems like Like forever forever. it's been like a decade Um, no but uh, I like long walks in the park (laughs) (laughs) awesome so uh, (laughs) uh how did you guys? How did you guys? How did this this uh, coalition form? How did this band become? Just become. Yeah, just and it's it's our beat. become whatever you guys are. Uh, it started out as a joke. Um, uh, the original guitarist and myself were saying that we should totally form a band and that we could practice like once, maybe 
twice a year. <laughs> and uh, then we, we, we never play shows because it's not about the money, it's about the music. Yeah, um, integrity. And then, uh, my wife dared us to actually play a show. And we're like, oh crap, we actually probably have to get a drummer and stuff. <laughs> and we did that and then it's progressed <laughs> since then. <laughs> We're now on the seventh version of the band. Yeah. <laughs> the best version. The, the best, best version. That's awesome. The official band mods that join us. How long a time span has it been since Generation 1 to Generation 7? 2009? First show? Oh, well, that was the first show, but yeah. you guys had the fake band. Yeah, we did the fake band. Yeah, we, <laughs> the fake we band. really practiced. I said once or twice a year. That doesn't. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Six years. Sweet. That's awesome. Um, so, you covered my next question I was going to ask. What uh, made you want to form the band? Obviously, it was an awesome joke. A dare. An awesome a dare. dare. That's, form the band. That is fantastic. Um, that's how all of us got roped into it too. Was various dares yeah. of some sort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, what was, uh, that's my next question. Was uh, how did uh, you go from your first iteration to what you what you guys have now? People kept quitting, so <laughs> we kept having yeah, to find sounds, new bandmates. That sounds horrible. <laughs> it, was, it was a mutual breakup. <laughs> Six times. Uh, it's not us. It's, it's yeah, no. guitarist and she jumped in uh, after like the second show barely it started uh, and then uh, our drummer Trey and Skolnick here are both Craigslist finds oh nice uh, well yeah. which is amazing because I put the word Craigslist in there <laughs> and really well at the end <laughs> oh man the ones we didn't respond to Oh, yeah, those were... I mean, there are some entertaining things come across to, like, Craigslist. There was one drummer who tried out twice, two different times we were looking for drummers. He didn't try out. He would send us stuff whenever we'd post on, because we're on our fourth drummer. Um, we kind of burned through him. But he kept, uh, <laughs> he kept sending stuff to us, and it was this picture of him with this drum kit that filled a whole room. Like, he must have had, like, 50 drums and cymbals, and we're like, dude, we're... A Punk band. I don't even know what we would do with that. <laughs> 40, very impressed by his drums, though. Yeah, forty-minute drum solos. Pretty much. Like I'm pretty sure, like lifts and things would have to be involved. <laughs> theatrics. I don't know. I was gonna add the the whole Craigslist thing. Like I feel like I got really lucky because um, I I moved here from Kansas City in December, and uh, you know once I got settled in, I started looking for a band and. Um, I got I put up. I put up an ad saying like, "Hey, here's my here's my stuff I've done. Like, check it out." And uh, got an email from Scott, and, uh, and when he told me what they did, uh, the nerd punk thing, and uh, listen to the music, it was such a good fit that it was ridiculous. Um, very similar to the type of stuff that we do back in KC. So I feel like I kind of hit the jackpot. Awesome, awesome. Finding them and then finding me, it was, it was, it was a good fit. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, I would actually say both uh, Josh and Trey 
both of them got in the band and they're both so good it was like oh shit I have to actually practice now. <laughs> <laughs> step the game up really good. Trey is an amazing drummer Josh is a really really good guitar player so we've been and then, and then us just terrible really <laughs> for us two it's our first band so me and Scott this is the first band either of us have ever had it's our one and only and like these two have like music their whole life for right we're all the yeah, old pros I've been bands since I was like 15 so like I think Trey's been in bands longer than I've been alive. Yeah. So <laughs> he's been doing this forever. <laughs> We're the noobs. Uh, um, so um, you do. You said you do. Uh, nerd punk is your uh, your genre. Um, what were some of your, uh, I guess, influences, like personally, musically, that makes you how you guys sound now? What do we sound like? <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the album. <laughs> what do we sound like? <laughs> and we know who we like. I have no clue if we sound like them or not, though. Yeah, I think it comes from, you know, it's like, obviously we have, I don't know, we all like punk. And uh, we fill punk songs with uh, pop culture references. And then the, the little intricacies that uh, happened are we just from different influences. Like, I like... Uh, you know, bad religion, no effects, and then there's definitely a part of me that's you know still attached to the blue album. Uh, these are so I bring a lot of that to my leads, and Scalpture has a bunch of influences uh, that you know, and once they all combine, that's where you're supposed to take over. Start naming your influences. That was a good at these transitions. Per- perfect segue, perfect segue. No, no, he's he's very that's very true. I do have a lot of. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, high school, I just kind of immersed in, uh, like, skate punk sort of. Oh, sorry, we uh, we we lost you there for a second. Uh-oh. Okay, there you go. Uh-oh. There you're back. Technology. Yeah, I'm, he's being so mellow. I'm, I'm a bassist. I sit in the back. And nobody looks at me the whole time. <laughs> Great. Um... Yeah, like uh, high school, just immersed in punk, like Descendants and uh, Bad Religion and uh, Leg Wagon and that stuff. Uh, but yeah, yeah, maybe that comes through in some of the bass lines. <laughs> I said maybe it's just like, <laughs> he likes he likes Operation Ivy. You couldn't tell. You couldn't tell at all. Yeah. So. yeah. Whereas in high school for me, I was I was like a metalhead. I had the long like permed hair and wore a lot of black and listened to a lot of like Metallica and Queensrÿche. And I mean, I was a teenage girl, so I listened to a lot of Alanis Morissette too. Like that just has to happen. <laughs> that, 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 that's what you get when you hit uh, teenage girl status. They send you your Alanis Morissette CD. And... It is. It's yeah, <laughs> and, and, and some like black makeup or something. And that's, <laughs> Being a teenager. Take two, Jacob. Pick little pills. Call me in the morning. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, just lately though, I listen to a lot of Dolly Rots and the Donnas, who I absolutely love. Um, also, I, I tend to practice with Concrete Blonde because her range is amazing, and I can't get anywhere near it. And so, it's like this really great stretch to practice with, and she just has the best voice. Hmm. I, I come from probably I'm probably the poppiest person in this band, which is why I don't sing like a punk singer. <laughs> I, have no, I have no punk sensibilities like the songs I write are all very kind of like mellow rocky songs and everyone's just like can we speed this up a little like okay <laughs> I guess <laughs> um, 
Say, so, yeah, uh, talking uh, talking about your songs, um, you guys do lean more towards the nerdy sci-fi awesomeness that we all live in. Um, um, what uh, I guess what um, makes it? I guess what's your inspiration to write some of these nerd songs? Is it just stuff that that you do? Is it like like that's growing up, or or how to how would you explain that? Really, I think all of those things, just stuff that's kind of uh, ingrained in your psyche, like the uh, the Cypher Morbid, it's just like a phrase that we just use all the time for out of context, you know? Like, yeah, this isn't going very well. Let's just nuke the Cypher Morbid and start again. And, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, that's a song. Totally a song. Write that down. Um, yeah, and uh, just anything that's just part of our. Uh, um, Day to day life. Yeah, like um, I don't want to be a superhero, which I believe is someone's ringtone. Yes, that's uh, Ch- Charles. Charles. Charles' that was, ringtone. Um, that was me just like watching superhero movies and being like, dude, fuck that responsibility. It's way too much. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had those powers, I would not use them for good. I really, I mean, I wouldn't be evil. I'm not going to be a super villain. I would just like hang out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very bad band PR. Just <laughs> I would just party. I'd party all the time. Okay, that's good band. Yeah, okay. I, would. I know, right? Like if you were, if you had superpowers, you'd find a good party. Like pick up guys. That's what. I'm yeah, that's. We, we always we always joke at work like I uh, at my normal person job we uh, we sell like uh, granite countertops and stuff like that and we always just sit there as like man if we had like magneto powers but like with rocks I I would make them pay me so much money to just sit here and move everything around with my brain. That's a win-win for everyone. Exactly. Right? They get they get worked on faster. You get cash. Yeah. Like no one's getting hurt. There. See? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> so so speaking of. It might be of... the bad influence in this band. <laughs> <laughs> Musically and, and lyrically, like all the pop culture references and nerdy stuff, like uh, for me, I, I think it's the same for you guys. That's just something that uh, I thrive off of. Like I live for nostalgia crappy movies pop culture so that's one thing that you know we all have in common you know, even though that is some of the stuff that we like might be a little bit different it all fits in that same pool so we pull from that for inspiration for song lyrics and stuff was uh was the uh, crappy movie uh, a reference to my ben affleck daredevil <laughs> oh, but now that you mentioned it, oh. do you have that one on VHS yet? Uh, if I don't, I will be getting it shortly. <laughs> oh, VHS. He really does awesome. have an extensive VHS collection. Wow. Of often bad movies. Some of them are good. Yeah, the, my prized possession that I found here so far uh, was Troll 2 or VHS. <laughs> <laughs> I drove 45 minutes to get it, but it was worth it. They, the here in Salt Lake at one of the the it was either Comic Con or the Fan Expo. They actually had the whole cast of Troll oh, nice. there, <laughs> and they did the, they did the screening of the movie, and they just showed it, and the cast was there, and it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the best troll movie, not about trolls ever made. That was troll one too, just in case you were wondering, which is terrible in its own right. Yeah, for different reasons. But. So, do you still have a working VHS player to play them all? Yeah. 
interesting. Do you still have a working VHS player to play them? Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, I did some research and went and got myself a nice Sony. Even has a remote. Is <laughs> <laughs> it one of those remotes that has the cords? Like, like, <laughs> yeah. But no yeah. what's the future? The, the real less remote. The real question is: Did you get it to stop blinking twelve o'clock? Um, no, I'm sure that we're out. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever has. It's the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> yeah, the best way to fix that is, is electrical tape. Just put it right <laughs> over it. I just let it do its thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, with your all your nerd influences, what's your favorite comic book? Each of you. Or like yeah. author, or writer, yeah. comic book person. Oh, there's so many good ones I've been reading lately. I love Pretty Deadly. Lisa DeConnick. Absolutely great. love Pretty Deadly. That's an excellent one. Um, thing is, if I name all of them because I borrow half of them from Scott, I'll take <laughs> all his answers. So I should probably stick with that one. Pretty Deadly is my favorite and move on so I don't name off everything. Uh, let's see. I really am enjoying Matt Fraction's Hawkeye mm. lately. It's just amazing. That is an awesome book. Uh, I really love uh, any work. And when she jumped in on that comic, I was just like mm. blown away. And then she started doing uh, Black Canary. Yeah. Uh, I've read DC. Sorry, you cut, you cut out again, sorry. Oh, yeah, I do that. That's yeah, all right. Um, well, it's a party trick. Uh, <laughs> Magic. Uh, yeah, well, when Andy Wu started doing Black Canary, I hadn't read DC forever, but it was, it was just great it's just so much fun yeah no that is that is a, that's one of the few like i i had to go through and do a, a hold a comic book hold like i raptured half the comics out of there because it was <laughs> it was out of control but um and my dc is really what suffered the most i was like no 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 but then when they started coming out with all those number ones and then that black canary came out i picked up the first one just to see how it is and it's it's been great here Absolutely right on that one. So, um, I would say that my favorite comic, and it's, it's probably not as cool as you as their choices, but um, <laughs> but I always oh, my favorite hero has always been the Punisher uh, ever since I was a little kid, and I think it was because I liked all the violence and the fact that he didn't have any superpowers; he was just a guy that just had to kill all the bad guys and. Uh, that would be my favorite comic for sure and that, I definitely had the most issues of that like you know like one or two of everything else and like 50 Punishers and then um, I also have to, to name drop the Dolph Lundgren Punisher <laughs> do you have that on VHS too? oh yes I do yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah whenever I, was, whenever I was a kid I watched that movie so many times and still it's not to my, in my opinion it's the best Punisher that they've ever done so wow well, that's, that's a bold statement I went there Okay, so the you guys will see how sly this is. If you like Punisher, you should really watch Daredevil season two coming on Netflix. <laughs> see what I did there? I'm very aware of the uh, the Punisher involvement in that. I was a big fan of the Daredevil series as well, and I'm super excited. I don't know if you can replace Dolph Lundgren, but I'm willing to give it a shot. <laughs> As long as it's not Thomas Jane, I think we'll be. Did you? Did you? Thomas Jane fans. Did you ever see the uh, the Dirty Laundry uh, YouTube short with Thomas Jane Punisher? 
don't think I did, no. Yes, it's yes, I did. Fantastic. That was fantastic. <laughs> I think he killed... I one fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Thomas Jane Punisher was all, like, super cheesy. Like, they had... Yeah. It was just... It wasn't dark enough. It wasn't <laughs> bloody enough. It was rated PG-13. Yeah. John Travolta. Is <laughs> that the one where he used the um, ice pop thing? Yeah, yeah. Was that that one? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. remember this movie. <laughs> um, the, my, my favorite story from that movie was um, when the dude threw Thomas Jane through the fake wall. The guy threw him so hard that when he hits his head on that other wall, that's not a fake wall. That's a real wall. <laughs> so, and he was like, they, they stopped and he was like, just keep going. And he had a concussion or... <laughs> Something like that. So when you watch that again and you see him, that dazed look in his face is 100% genuine. <laughs> like a, yeah. Although I, I'm going to have to say that uh, fa- favorite um, uh, role of his is uh, one of the vegan priests, Scott Logan versus the world. That was I awesome. I think that's a really good use of his talent. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the mist. Yeah, hey, I'm. Don't talk about Thomas Jane. <laughs> I think so. Okay, cool. I, I'm so. A, Do we have to? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can. We can move on. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm a big Stephen King fan, so I, I, all those almost B movie Stephen King movies that come out, like the straight to DVD, I'm, I'm all about those. So. Me <laughs> Straight. I don't think they do straight to VHS, do they? <laughs> Some of the stuff you can't. I mean. You can only get on VHS, you know, like uh, it, it didn't make the translation to DVD or, or Blu-ray. So, and some of the movies just are supposed to be watched like that, you know, like I like watching the shitty resolution, tracking mess ups every once in a while, crappy audio, like it just adds the whole experience. <laughs> that little rainbow that kind of goes up yeah. every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, House 2 was improved by lines of static going across the screen. <laughs> Although bands these days are doing cassette releases, I wonder if movies are going to start, like the indie movies are going to start doing VHS releases. they've already like, done that. Really? Yeah. Only VHS. They made that Adjust Your Tracking movie, which was a movie about VHS. Ah, and they, had, they had a VHS release, of course. I didn't, I, I didn't, have, I didn't, wasn't able to get one. Well, yeah, we're, we're here in Utah, so we'll just go invade Sundance one time when they're doing all their indie movies and look for the VHSs, and we'll send you as many copies as we can collect. <laughs> That would make him very happy. Oh, it'd be great. Um, If you okay, let's just go down and say if you guys could have a superpower, what would you choose your superpower to be? And we we all know that uh, at least half of you would use it to (laughs) for personal gains only. But (laughs) I have thought a lot about this um, since I wrote a whole song about superpowers. Uh, it, It would be the ability to control time. And I would use it so I could actually have comebacks when I need them and not three hours later when I'm still thinking about the conversation. And I'm like, that's what I should have said. I do that all the time. Can we, I would just go back in time and everyone would think I was like the wittiest, most awesome person in the world. Can we call that the George Costanza power? Sure. I'm good with that. <laughs> My only worry with that power is would you age while the time was doing that? Would you age faster than everybody else? I have no clue. Would you lose like years of your life? It's so worth it. These are things. These so are things right that need to be thought just, of. Well, it would just be the bad years at the end. Oh, okay. so. <laughs> <laughs> Here's about those years. <laughs> Next. 
Yeah, see, okay, so I, my, my impulse power that I thought of would be invisibility, um, just so if I could just disappear and people could leave me the fuck alone, that's what, uh, that's what I would want to do, just disappear. And then I could also, like, sneak in and mess with people, you know. Um, you'd, be, you'd be, like, the best prankster. <laughs> sneak in places, mess with people, like, I don't know, sneak into bank vault and steal a million dollars, retire to an island see? with good fiber. I mean, my whole thing is basically like just visibility for the sake of life of crime. Yeah, well, for the sake of just I'm surrounded by criminal masterminds <laughs> and, and people leave me alone. I think so, that'd, be, that'd be good. That yeah, that's so, what I first thought of. The question is that do your clothes go invisible too? Everything, like completely. Okay, so it's like a field of invisibility that extends like an inch from your skin. So that's no, like, I would know. Actually, yeah, clothes would not be invisible. I would have to be naked. Okay. So how that's would you? That, that, that seems more on brand. Yeah. Than you. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that's a little creepier. How would you get out of the bank vault with all the money if you're naked? They just see floating money. Well, that's the thing. People <laughs> want to know how to react. So in that little, you know, few seconds where they're like, "What is going on?" Just floating money, like, and they, just walk it, they just watch it go out the door. They're not going to know what to do. By that point, I'm like halfway down uh, the street. The current. It's like the somebody else's problem field from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. <laughs> invisible just because it's somebody else's problem. Yeah, okay, exactly. So, and obviously, my superpower wasn't super well thought out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your superpower is part invisibility and part bystander effect. <laughs> <laughs> Captain C. Kurt. Captain uh, Currency okay. Levitator. I've got one. I got one. It's um, like I can't possibly do worse than these. <laughs> no, I feel good about this. Um, uh, it's it's one that I constantly wish I had because I'm extremely lazy. Uh, teleportation. Just I just need to get places, and it just seems like a waste of time to travel and like yeah, teleportation. Just there. Would your clothes go with you? Um, anything that. <laughs> Because oh, that's that's hard because you're standing on something. The ground can't go with you. But like, it would be nice to take people with you though. Like, you grab onto someone in the air. What if you just had to jump in the air yeah, right before you did it? Teleport. It was. It's like a it's like an '80s freeze frame at the exactly, end. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone yeah. holds hands and you all jump at the same time, and you freeze frame, and then you appear in like a yeah. broken New Jersey. Right, and, and then land. land. Oh, this, I mean, it, it's an '80s uh, home movie video effect. It's glorious. I, I think that's on brand for me too. All right. See, I've, uh, I've I've always been a fan of the the, the mind control Charles Xavier style nice. stuff because you could think your way like all all of the issues that could come up. You'd be like, no, no, that's not how you think about it. Done. Done. Just transfer the money to my account. I don't need to go to the bank. <laughs> this is not the droid you're looking for. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, Obi-Wan that's rich. You're rich, Obi-Wan. <laughs> you don't know that Obi-Wan was poor. I mean, we never saw his digs. Yeah. Just well, know he liked comfy bathrobes. And he was like a crazy old hermit. That doesn't mean he was poor. One, one day. Very rich. There are lots of crazy old hermit millionaires. We don't know what's buried underneath the basement floorboards of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's maybe got a maybe mansion. Maybe they explain that in the new Star Wars coming up. Maybe, we, maybe they visit else. the like decimated shell of his old mansion. <laughs> we, we need to we need to start a hashtag or something. Hashtag JJ questions and shoot those <laughs> over to JJ Abrams. Like, listen, oh, these. 
This is what the people want. <laughs> this is what the people want. We need answers. Please, please get to that. Um, what about you, Ryan? I was thinking, as you said, the mind control thing. I don't have the willpower to not mind control people, so I would just mind control everybody all the time, and it would not, it would not be good. It would not be healthy. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind being able to read people's thoughts, not control them, because I just can't. But read people's thought would be would be good. I assume you'd be able to turn it off. Yes, I wouldn't want to read them all the time, but oh, that'd be horrible. Yeah, yeah. I'd never want to know what people are really thinking. Yeah, <laughs> that, that seems like a great Twilight Zone episode there, where it all goes horribly wrong. Oh man, yeah, they'll do that on Agents of Shield or something. Yeah. Um, uh, so, just uh, see that segue there. Now we're going to talk about the movies and TV and stuff. Um, <laughs> been working on that one all day. <laughs> Um, so, uh, do you guys uh, enjoy the, uh, the the comic book nerdy movies? And if so, what are your favorites? Uh, movies, not the TV shows. Either, either or all I like of it. The TV. I like the TV shows better than the movies. I enjoy the hell out of the movies. I mean, they're fun. Turn your brain off. Action flicks. Grab some popcorn. Watch things explode and people chase each other, and it's an absolute blast. Um, but I really like the TV shows. So I, I have been watching a lot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and being caught up on that. Arrow just started again this week. Super yeah. stoked. Yeah. Um, so did The Flash. A little cheesy, but adorable. Yeah. All the feels. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. I'm about 20 years too old for it, but it's still cute. Yeah, that's... Um, but yeah, I have a Hydra pin on my purse, and I wear this thing around Portland all the time, and no one, not a single person has come up to me and been like, Hail Hydra. Oh, like, come on. Wow. I know, right? Bunch of slackers. I'm still waiting for the random Hail Hydra from Come on, Portland. Step your game up. Just to lean in a little wake up. Hail Hydra. But if someone, if some random stranger just leaned up to your ear, would you be expecting them to say Hail Hydra? <laughs> or would you like, no. <laughs> I would hope they're saying Hail Hydra. Because <laughs> there's not a lot of other good things that could be yeah, said. Yeah. I don't know if there's any other good things. No. It's, it's got they didn't even see your button. <laughs> <laughs> they were just checking. Just, uh, I, awesome. I look evil, yeah. so they that's thought awesome. maybe. I'd say my favorite uh, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie um, so far is Guardians of the Galaxy. I just absolutely love that film. Um, it had the right mix of a uh, comedy, action, and just bizarreness to it that was just right on right for me yes. that's 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 a big point of contention in the podcast whether it's guardians of the galaxy or the avengers is the best the galaxy. So, oh, those are tough to choose between yeah we um, we we chalk up the avengers one just because of the the build-up and how much we were waiting for it and then you see yeah. it and it was just like oh finally I've always been like a uh, fan of like the the other superhero, like the other guy, the other per the other the, the not as well known one. So I think Guardians of the Galaxy hit me just right. Yes, the Loser Squad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Here's where I'm gonna lose everybody. All right, here we go. Is this Super um, Mario Brothers? 
<laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not a really, I'm not a really huge fan of like the Avengers movies. Like, I watched them and I just thought it was, I thought it was super corny, super cheesy, super overrated. Um, but I'm going for superhero movies. I want to. I, I, I guess I have problems. I want it dark and violent. <laughs> and so, um, that's good. Yeah, so obviously, like, I like, yeah, I liked, I liked uh, all of uh, Christopher Nolan Batman. So those were, those were favorites for sure. Um, one, but I will surprise you with one Marvel movie that I actually did like. Did like Ant Man. That was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was, was fun. It was, it was a fun movie. movie. I enjoyed the, uh, oh yeah, I had another one that the Hulk ate the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> both, like, both of the single movies were terrible, and I just, uh, although I do like Mark Ruffalo. But that's all I got. <laughs> you, just, you just straight up insulted everybody and mentioned something you liked and then just walked away. Regressions. Dropping the mic. Dropping the mic. <laughs> I did like, I, I, I did like uh, Daredevil a whole There bunch. you go. That was the last like show that I actually binge watched. The entire thing and just couldn't stop watching it. So um, that's my favorite. Thank you just trying to get back in the. I'm not sucking up. Not sucking up. <laughs> it's that's a good way to like, get back in the graces. All, the, all those fans that were about to unlike our Facebook page were like, "Wait, maybe." <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Two out of three is not bad. Um, uh, so um, good. This this is the. Uh, this is this is the segment where uh, we call it the the shameless plug segment, and it's usually filled by Charles plugging his comic store. But you guys, being the special guests, get the entire shameless plug section wow. all to yourself. So, plug away. What do you guys got coming up? Plug away. Plug away. Yeah. <laughs> They'll name the episode. Plug away. Practicing sometime in the next. <laughs> yeah, everybody. everybody <laughs> <laughs> My neighbors hang out on the front lawn. You should at least plug the next two days, right? Yes. Even if they already happened by the time this airs. <laughs> It'll go up these tomorrow. Cool. It'll go up tomorrow. Anyway. When is this coming out? Tomorrow. Everything's going to be in the past. Tomorrow. tomorrow? Okay. Yeah, boom. So we can. Yeah, yeah. We can. We kinds of stuff to plug. Okay. Uh, I don't. If someone you guys. Uh, October 9th. Uh, Friday. Uh, uh, Geek Girl Con in Seattle. They're having a kickoff party. Uh, the con's actually during the weekend, but kickoff parties at the Hard Rock Cafe. And we're going to play in the PDX Broadside. We're going to do a whole bunch of crossover songs with them. And, uh, it's a great con, too. And the following day, going back to Portland, uh, 1010 for our game store here, Guardian Games, their 10th anniversary. Uh, from 10 o'clock in the morning to 10 o'clock in the evening. Brilliant. 10-10s oh. from 10 to 10? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, clever. Uh, and uh, they're having, like, Nerf gun battles and all these game demos and double clicks are playing, and then we're going to... And I think there's going to be, like, a nerdy burlesque show after that. <laughs> nerdy yeah, burlesque show. That's going to be a fun one, too. Hmm, that's oh. that's some words I never thought I would hear <laughs> next to each Come other. To Portland. I know, right? This is how you tell you're not in Portland. Nice and nerdy it. burlesque surprises you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, feel free to go uh, to our website or Bandcamp um, 
and uh, check out the albums. They're all uh, pay what you want, so um, there is a fine price. Uh, whatever, just uh, enjoy. Thunderingasteroids.com. Thunderingasteroids.com. You can get to, uh, we're on all the social medias, but you can find them all. Awesome. Uh, we're not on MySpace. <laughs> is anyone on MySpace, really? <laughs> I know. For some reason, it stopped tracking it. Maybe if I sit back and use it more. But this is audio only. No, it's just following me. <laughs> this Skype camera's creeping me out. <laughs> it was actually, it was a really good day when I deleted our MySpace page. We had one for a little bit. Like, no, I'm... I'm leaving. This is this is goodbye. We're not doing this anymore. Giant I mean, monkey off your back. That was so <laughs> nice. It still feels good. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for doing this. Like we're we're super excited. And Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's awesome. yeah we're stoked. Yeah, you guys are welcome back. Any time we will, uh, if you guys can all sit down in a room together again, we will do another interview, even if we don't <laughs> talk about anything. Do this every week. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, again, thank you, and uh, I guess that will about wrap up this episode. You got anything else? You want to say, Ryan? Woot. Woot? Yep. Woot. <laughs> I concur. Woot, as yes. concurred by Thundering Asteroids. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, we will see you guys next week. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. to read.